Blessings one and all, and welcome to Journey into Spiritualism. I'm your host, Paul James Caden, and before we get into today's show, there's a quick announcement that I would like to make uh, for those of you who listen to this show. As of Monday, August 3rd, 2020, that will be starting next week, this podcast is going to have a change in name. It's going to be the Infinite Journey podcast. Now, if you've listened to this show and you've enjoyed the content, uh, don't worry, the content is going to stay absolutely the same. I'm just changing the title because when you have a show uh, with a title like Journey into Spiritualism, people tend to think that that's all you talk about, spiritualism, uh, communicating with spirits and angels and all of that sort of thing. And we're still going to talk about that on the show because that is a major part of all of our spiritual and infinite journey. It's been a big part of my life. And I think that heaven or the spirit world does desire to interact with us at certain times and in certain ways. So we're still going to talk about that. We're still going to talk about metaphysics and all of the things that we've talked about thus far on this show. So the content is not going to change. It's just so people, when they see the title of the the podcast, uh, you know, might not look of it in such a funneled viewpoint while it's just going to be all about uh, communicating with the dead or, you know, talking to spirits, because that's the way people think. They, they, they really do put things in a box many times, and I just want to take the title uh, a little bit out of the box to show that it is a more diverse show. It talks about various things when it comes to spirituality and personal growth. And that's why I've decided to do the change. And uh, the new podcast cover, the artwork, looks really cool. Uh, I can't wait to put it out. I think it looks really good. And uh, I'm excited about the change in name only. But anyway, getting into today's topic, and this show is entitled The Infinite Journey Podcast. And so I thought this would be a good jump-off point for that change that's coming on Monday. Because I've really been looking around in the world lately, and we've mentioned this on the show before, many other people are mentioning it as well. If you're any kind of thinking person or spiritual person, Uh, you know that things are in a serious uproar at the moment. And, you know, speaking of people putting life in a box, it's hard to get people's minds out of the groove that it's been playing the program in for so long now. I had a conversation today with someone about reopening schools. Now, I'm one of those people who are a bit more or a lot more conservative with that subject because 
my wife is a school teacher. Now, she's a special education teacher, and even when schools reopen, she is going to be teaching remotely. She's not going into anybody's homes because she goes into the home. She doesn't go into the classroom anymore. So she does early intervention. But a lot of her friends, a lot of people that we have known in the past and still know that my wife worked with are school teachers. And everybody knows and everybody's saying most of the schools in the state right now don't really have a plan on how they're going to keep the classrooms safe. I mean, we have teachers that are filling out their wills, updating their wills before they go back to work. We have schools that have a death waiver for crying out loud, saying, you know, for uh, teachers to return to work or for parents to send their kids back to school, they have to sign a waiver that if their child gets sick, has any complications from coronavirus or, God forbid, ends up passing away, that the school will not be held responsible. So there's a lot of people that are scared out there right now. And this is putting lives at risk. A lot of people say, well, you know, kids can't really catch it or, oh, not a lot of kids have died from coronavirus. But I think the new data is showing that age and sex and how physically fit you are or are not doesn't really matter with this virus. It can be bad no matter who gets it. And then we have to think about even children, if they're asymptomatic, they could give it to the teacher, they could go home and give it to their parents, their grandparents, their uh, you know other family members. So there's there's a pretty big risk here, and this is not a show to get into all of that. But I was trying to have a discussion with someone uh, about these things today, and the person couldn't get out of the political arena. It was all about the politicians that he agreed with and the ones he disagreed with, the ones we should listen to and the ones that we shouldn't listen to, the ones he felt that had our safety and well-being at heart and those who did not. And I kept telling this person, this isn't about politics. This isn't about who we want to follow or who we think is right. This is about common sense and keeping our kids and our families safe and well and alive. And frankly, there's too many conflicting reports coming out of a lot of different uh, branches of government and even the medical community. And we have to be responsible for ourselves. We really have to use common sense until we know uh, more about this virus and how we're going to get a handle on it, how deadly it really is or isn't. You know, there's a lot of things we don't know right now, and we have to take care of ourselves and take care of our own. But he just couldn't go there. He couldn't talk about the fact that all life is sacred and nobody should be put at risk at this point. Not our kids, not our wives, not our husbands, not anybody in the classroom where there's not a real plan in place. It was just all about the politicians. And Again, this is not a show about all of that. I'm just using that as an example of how so many people right now 
their minds are stuck on these issues, whether it's politics, whether it's conspiracy, whether it's outlandish religious claims, because we have a lot of those going on during this pandemic. Every doomsday sayer from here to, you know, the ends of the earth is coming out on podcasts and YouTube channels and telling us how terrible things are going to get and everyone's going to die and the Antichrist is coming. I mean, so there's a lot of, uh, a lot of very negative and toxic information out there right now. And, and this is what people major on. They can't not talk about these things that are so entrenched in their thoughts. And it's, it's a little bit concerning because I've even talked to, you know, some of these religious folks who are really in the doom and gloom uh, conspiracy uh, groups. And I'm not someone who argues with or contradicts or, oh, you're stupid for believing that. That's not me. I'll just state my opinion or what I know is a fact and say, well, you know, what about this? Or have you considered... Uh, this particular angle on things or this particular piece of information. You know, and I do this because I want people to pick up on it themselves. Not that I'm the smartest guy in the world. I make mistakes. I've put out information that turned out to be wrong in podcasts and blogs. But I think all of us should try to be responsible and not not just sell one side of the story. Oh, it's all political. Oh, it's all conspiracy. Oh, we're all going to die. Uh, you know, I think we all need to be critical thinkers and, and look at the pieces of information and say, yeah, I don't, I don't want to mislead anybody that listens to my show. And I don't want to just harp on all of this hate and negativity and fear all the time to get the views and the listens. You know, I think there, you know, there's a responsibility, a certain responsibility in doing this when we're talking to our audience and the people who give us the time of day to listen to our shows. But I think just like in journalism, you know, journalistic integrity has been out of the window for a long time now because look what the media has become by and large. And I think that journalistic integrity or even personal integrity has uh, kind of flown out of the window when it comes to things of this nature, podcasts or shows on uh, YouTube, because a lot of things are really over the falls in the barrel and people that seem very humble, very nice, very smart, very wise, very soft-spoken, if you give a different opinion or present a piece of information and say, yeah, but actually, I heard this, what about this? If they feel you're contradicting them or throwing a monkey wrench in their message or their plot or their plan or whatever it is, even though that's not what you're trying to do, uh, they become very, very nasty. And I see some people out there with thousands of, you know, thousands of followers 
on their podcasts and YouTube channels. And wow, behind the scenes, I mean, I've, I've talked to some of these people, you know, being in the, the little community, you get to know certain people and befriend certain people. And people I thought were nice and friendly and responsible. Wow. You know, ask one question or have one difference of opinion. And uh, you would think you were dealing with someone who who is a knife-wielding psychopath. I mean, it, it got ugly and it got ugly quick. You know, and this is not, you know, pointing fingers at people and saying, oh, look at these people. Or, oh, you shouldn't listen to those people. No, again, I use this as an example of how we can't get out of our own way. We can't get our minds out of that groove that it keeps playing on over. And it's like an old record for those of you out there, or, or even a CD. You know, if you would put a record on the old record player and it, the needle would get stuck and it would just play the same line over and over again. You know, and the song, I love you, click, I love you, click, I love you. It was stuck. And sometimes that would happen on a CD, too, where it would get to a certain point in, in the uh, on the disc, and you would hear that, you know, I love you, scuttle, scuttle, I love you. You know, it was just, you know, so their mind is kind of like that, where it's just like stuck, the needle is stuck in that groove, and they can't get out of it. And we have to be careful of that. We really have to be careful of that because there's so many of us and so many people that are influenced by our favorite personalities, whether they're politicians or podcast hosts, whoever it might be, and we take their word as gold. And if they're giving us wrong information or biased information or information just to get those views or just to get that Patreon money out of the people that listen to their shows, you know, uh, then it's kind of like what, what you are, what you eat, you know, you are what you give your mental assent to what you choose to take into your mind and your ears and your thought processes. And I, I say all that as, you know, examples. Again, I'm not picking on anybody or wanting to single anybody out. I, I certainly uh, wouldn't do that. Um, but it's a reality. And, you know, we do have to be careful what we're listening to, I think, or what we're saying when we get behind the microphone. Because now there's the launch, uh, the launching moment, the infinite journey. What is it? You know, that's the one thing I think we all take for granted. There's a lot of people in the world who say, well, they believe in God in some way, shape, or form. But yet, they live like there is no God, like everything in this world is all that there is. It matters more what political party wins the White House than our own personal ethics 
and morals and responsibility to one another because after all I'm on God's side because I support this particular party or this particular person or this particular religion so that gives me full license to hate you to attack you to tear you down to say terrible things about you even if the point you're making even if some of the things you're saying or all of the things you're saying are valid that gives me license to disagree and hate and shut down anything you say and call it fake or fake news. It's all a lie. And that's another thing we see. Everything is fake. Everything is fake news. Everything is a lie except what people choose to believe in that fits the narrative in their own thinking or what comes from websites, podcasts, and other shows out there that agree with their political slant or their conspiracy ideas or their religious ideas. So we have to be careful not to get into that kind of groove. I'm right, you're wrong, my group is right, your group is wrong, therefore I hate you. We have to look at the big picture. We have to look at the big picture, whether you're talking about Christianity, whether you're talking about Islam, whether you're talking about Buddhism, pretty much any and all spiritual paths that are out there. They all teach and say that this world is not our home and we're not to get so caught up in all of the things of this world because it is this world that distracts us or leads us astray or gives us faulty information or tempts us away from the ways and the path of God and the good. I've said it probably two dozen times or more throughout the two plus years that I've been podcasting in various shows, and I'll say it again. I don't know how any religious institution could read the New Testament and the words of Christ and then set up a religious organization that teaches the things they teach, do the things they do, conduct themselves in the way that they conduct themselves, and say that they're a Christian church. Because rather than following the words of Christ and living up to that model, they look more like the Pharisees and the Sadducees of Jesus' day, who were the religious leaders, who were nothing more than men who wanted to uphold a certain law, have prestige, have money, lord over the people. I mean, these people were, were all about power and appearance. And so many, many, many of our religious institutions in this day and age look more like the Pharisees and the Sadducees of Jesus' day than actually following the model of Christ.
And that's still something that we see going on right now. I mean, there are people out there who claim they've come out of religion, that religion led them astray, but they've had a religious experience, and now they know God more than they ever did, and they talk directly to God and directly to Jesus and have dreams and prophecies and messages that come to them. But then when they turn on the microphone or step in front of the camera and say, well, God told me, and it's horrible. It's just about that, the hating and the killing and the destruction and being exclusive to everybody else. Everybody else is wrong. We're right. When the apocalypse comes, they're all going to die. We're the only ones who are going to survive. And those who join us or come crawling on hands and knees to us during the apocalypse because they realize we were right. We were the chosen ones. I, you know, we were the prophets of the last days type of thing. So, uh, again, saying all that, you know, to, to show how the ways of the world, and when we say that, we could really substitute that, um, that terminology by saying the ways of man the ways of fallible, greedy, power-hungry, no conscience. I'm sorry there, ladies and gentlemen. I was babbling on and realized that I had the mic on pause. But uh, we, I think we left off, uh, you know, talking about the relig religious institutions and uh, the ways of the world uh, infiltrating every aspect of our lives, the ways of the world where any great sage or religious leader uh, have said, stay away from those things. As Jesus said, be in the world, but don't be of it. Don't be a part of it. Don't partake in what they're doing. But yet we partake greatly every day and when we talk about the world or the ways of the world we could easily substitute that terminology by saying the ways of men the ways of man fallible men greedy men men without conscience men who worship money warmongering men power hungry men fill in the blank all the things that men want and do to get what they want it's infiltrated everything, including our religions and spirituality. And I think this is why we can turn on the TV or look out of our window right now and see people that claim to be spiritual and Christians and followers of Christ or followers of this particular religion but everything to them right now is political. And they're looking and, and, and would gladly probably enter into some kind of civil war right here in the United States with people who hold a different view than they do. So this goes to show 
how watered down and polluted our religion and our spirituality has become over the years. Because how quickly people can turn, how quickly people can start following another man. And it's amazing to me right now in Christianity how there are so many people that are supposedly always on the lookout for the Antichrist, the you know the crooked government who's going to be uh, the lion or the wolf in sheep's clothing, looking to deceive everybody. I mean, this is a, a religion that's looked for that individual for years, and yet so many of them are just checking their mind at the door and just blindly following politicians. Holding these people up saying, oh, it is this man that is going to bring America back to God. But they fail to see all of the very ungodly things this man or this group of men and women have said and done. Things that are ungodly, unloving, unkind, showing that they are not for all people, that there's actually, uh, you know, probably some uh, prejudiced thoughts mixed in there against, you know, immigrants, people of color. And there's a bunch of religious people out there, whether they mean that or not, whether they're prejudiced or not, whether they're bigots or not, by the things they say and the things they do. There's other people out there who claim that they're religious, out there burning crosses and taking up arms and hitting the streets, and only white lives matter, and we're going to kill all these people of, you know, a different race. And these are... These were people that some of us probably went to church with for years. And they're out there flying the Nazi flag with AK-47s and, you know, just ready to, you know, do all kind of crazy things. So this is what people are following and allowing to dictate to them how they think, hey, the needle is stuck in my mind on these particular subjects or issues that we're facing right now, and now I want to get your needle stuck. Are you with me? Let's hate this group of people. Let's hate that group of people. Let's kick the golden rule to the curb and just start mimicking men and politicians who are saying absolutely ridiculous things that are against the golden rule. And this is what we have to think about, the infinite journey of our soul. We've talked about this so many times on this podcast, the soul that is always that it's on its journey back to God, and there are lessons it must learn in this life, 
lessons it must learn in the next life. And you either go forward or you go backwards when you leave this world. And for a bunch of people, no matter what religion we are, who always sit back and say, oh, you know, love is the way. It's not how much money you have. You can't take it with you. It's all about love and treating one another well and doing good. Who's saying that now? Now it is about money. Now it is about color. Now it is about politics and political parties. Now it is about, do you believe the same conspiracy that I believe, or you're some kind of fool, and I hate you? Where does it end? Does any of that matter on our infinite journey? When we return to the spirit world after this life, is any of that going to matter? I said this before on a show, and I think it bears repeating. Is God going to ask us, did you hate the right people? Did you hate the whites? Did you hate the blacks? Did you vote Republican or did you vote Democrat? Were you willing to sacrifice yourself for the economy? Were you willing to send your kids back to school in the middle of a deadly pandemic just because a politician told you kids need to be in school? Did you uphold the Second Amendment? Did you own enough guns? Did you have a cross around your neck but flying the rebel flag or the Nazi flag to show where you really stand? Is all of that really going to matter? Is that what God is going to ask us? Or is he going to look at those things and say, what did you do? That gift of life that I gave you to enjoy in a beautiful world with family and friends and other people, and this is what you chose to get, to get involved in. You didn't love, you hated. You didn't think about how to make the world a better place, but how to make the world a better place for you and what you believe. And everyone else didn't count. They deserved to die because they didn't agree with you. Are we going to get the golden ticket to paradise by doing these things? Are we going to get a hearty pat on the back and God is going to say, job well done. You barely followed any of the words I gave you, but you followed this man or this politician no matter what he said. And look at all the failures that he had, but you just overlooked them. You didn't care. You gave him a pass, and you put him almost on the status of the Messiah. Good job. And I know some people are going to hear that, and they're going to get mad, and they're going to get upset. They're not going to want to listen to the show anymore, and that's fine. 
because I got to be honest, I'm not here to to coddle that kind of thing. It's wrong. And it's wrong in the sense that you're not doing yourself any favors. This is not what's going to get you into the pearly gates of heaven. These things aren't going to matter. If anything, they are going to be a detriment or a major detriment to your infinite journey. And they're more than likely to set you back rather than to move you ahead. Is all of this worth delaying or giving up perfect peace and happiness and love and beauty. I make references a lot of times in the show about people that have had near-death experiences. And these are people that find themselves in another world after they've had a near-death experience in this world. And they remember they have husbands and wives and children, sometimes little children that they've left behind on the earth. And even the remembrance of their loved ones on earth isn't enough to make them want to come back when they're told, it's not your time yet, you have to go back. Even the remembrance of their loved ones on earth is not enough to make them want to come back. They say, I don't want to go back, I want to stay here. Because that experience of stepping into that other world, that place where God dwells, is so much more wonderful than anything this world could ever offer. Far, far beyond anything this world could ever offer. So why would we want to delay or sacrifice that in any way for the very mundane, hateful, stupid things that we put such value on in this world that it makes us hate one another. I would propose to each and every one of us today to think about that infinite journey and to look and to look at our lives and the things that we say and the things that we do and the things that we support and the things that we think are really important and start reevaluating all of that and ask ourselves are we going to get the hearty pat on the back and hey that was good for you to do or is that likely to be a detriment and when you ask yourself those questions, if you ask yourself those questions, check the answer with your own soul. What's happening inside of you when you ask that question? Don't look to these pastors and priests and YouTube pseudo-scholars that tell you, oh, you better, you know, you better vote Republican. Jesus don't want you voting Democrat. Don't listen to people that have that kind of attitude to tell you what's right because they don't know. And don't listen to the person who says, oh, if you're not part of our group when it all hits the fan, uh, you know, you're not going to make it. 
they're probably not going to make it. That's what cults do. And there's a lot of people growing little cults around them right now because the world is ripe for the picking. And a lot of these people are able-bodied men and women with shows just like this one or shows on YouTube, able to work, young, strong, middle-aged, able-bodied, but they got all these dreams for their ministry. And their channel can just not continue. They can't put a, uh, a video on YouTube or a podcast out on a podcast platform without your support. So if you want that life-saving information that they're giving you, uh, support their work. Now, there's nothing wrong with making money at what you do. I get that. But when you put that kind of pressure on people, I question it. Hey man, I work. I have a family. And I still podcast three, four days a week. I find the time to do it. And I don't make a heck of a lot of money, if any, doing it. I do it because I love it, and I do it because I think it's a worthwhile endeavor, my way of giving back, my way of sharing the light that God has given me in my life or my day or my week. Everything else, if I were to have a Number one show one day, everything else is gravy. I do it because I love to do it and for those other reasons. So ask yourself those questions. And if you ask yourself those questions, don't let other people answer them for you. Because they will give you the wrong answer. Check how you really feel within yourself about what you're asking. Does this really matter? Is this something God would be pleased with? Is Could this be a detriment to my own infinite journey? If you feel that little uh, feeling when you ask that question, chances are it's not a good thing. Chances are it will be a detriment. Listen to your own conscience. Listen to those little inner unctions and nudges that you get. Not the guy screaming from a pulpit, whether it's a political or a religious pulpit. These people have their own agendas and they're all pointing at things in the world. No, you have to do this. You have to support that. You have to vote for them. You have to hate them. That's not what you want to do. Wrong answer every time. Because I think we all need to start thinking about our own journey, our own infinite journey back to God. So as usual, I thank you for listening today. I hope you got something out of this podcast. Until next time, everyone out there, stay safe, stay well, be good to one another. And I will see you next week.
on the journey, the infinite journey. Peace. I'm out. Do you believe in a higher world beyond this material realm in which we currently live? Do you believe in spirits and angels and that it's possible to communicate with and hear from such beings when you need comfort, help, or guidance in your life? Do you believe in the power of mind and of the human spirit and that the universe in which we live is far more magical and fantastic than we have been led to believe? If so, you're not alone, and in this podcast, we will endeavor to talk about some of these subjects and answer some of the questions that many ask but fail to get answers for. I'm Paul James Caden, and this is The Journey into Spiritualism. <laughs>